Good evening and welcome back to the Adventures in Lollygagging. I'm Aaron. I'm going to be your Game Master. We're returning with Cubicle 7's Warhammer 40k Wrath and Glory. We're playing through the litanies of lost adventures and our group has found themselves at the beginning of the Vow of Silence. So if you didn't watch a couple of weeks ago, they were given a mission by Jackal Veronius via uh, an info dump to their tablets. Um, they were told that they needed to travel to the Shrine World of Enoch and go to the Monastery of St. Hephaestion uh, with a two-pronged mission. The primary purpose, the public purpose of their mission is to take custody of the thigh bone of St. Hephaestion, which is a relic of power. Uh, but while they're there, they're also supposed to investigate the monastery and find a group of traitors who apparently embedded themselves in the monastery and are acting against the interests of the Imperium. They were ferried over by a, by a salty Navy officer. Uh, she had some issues with Gavius, uh, but seemed okay with everyone else. She dropped them off. They made their way up the winding stairs to the monastery. Uh, but they found that the trap, uh, the trail had been trapped and other monks and pilgrims had fallen uh, victim to that. But they were able to recover a couple of IEDs that came in handy a little bit later. They made their way up to the, to the front doors of the monastery and they saw hiding over by the door um, what appeared to be a monk. His, his face was bandaged, he was beaten, and he was holding up a sign, and he was saying, shh, and the sign said, quiet, follow me. And they approached, uh, they made themselves known to uh, Brother Ricard. There was a little bit of a peril of all the warps issue happened, and, and, uh, and Ricard uh, fell unconscious. Uh, there was some scouting of the interior nave of the monastery, and, and uh, four orcs up in the rafters were detected. Well, Tal, of, uh, being the inventive sort that he is, immediately climbed up onto the roof, planted IEDs, blew the roof in, knocked the orcs off of, uh, off of the rafters and onto the floor. But orcs are tough, and the battle was engaged. Our team of Veronius troubleshooters were triumphant. However, Sister Celeste fell uh, and is lying crumpled upon the ground, injured and on death's door. But all is quiet. So we're going to pause here for a second. We're going to have our players an opportunity to introduce themselves, the faction that they represent, their archetype, and what their objective is for the session. Now, if you're watching at home and you haven't played Wrath and Glory, you're not sure what objective is, it's it's like a uh, it's like a trigger that the players can work into the session, something that they can work into the session. And if they do, they get a bonus Wrath Point, as long as it makes sense that they worked it into the session. So, uh, And Wrath Points are one of the three metacurrencies that uh, the game uses to make the heroes be even bigger goddamn heroes and that's what we like to see so we're going to start off with long tell us who you're playing yes i'll be playing wigbert han a death cult assassin in the faction of adeptus ministerium and my objective for this course is to convert all non-believers to the truth of the imperial cult i love it i love it so we've got our imperial assassin melissa who are you playing 
Uh, so I'm playing Sister Nura. Uh, she is with Adeptus Sororitas, uh, Sister of Battle. And the objective that I had from last session that I didn't do, um, but I think it's going to come into play immediately in this session, is to fill my lungs with a bolstering hymn in a time of stress. And I think that her fellow sister going down counts quite, I think quite well as a uh, time of stress. That's That's pretty spot on there, I think. Jeff. How about you? I am playing Bir Talov. Uh, he is a electro priest of the full great uh, variety uh, for the uh, the faction Deptis Mechanicus. Uh, he uh, his objective is to give praise to the Omnissiah for some small miracle, and so I presume that will be uh, you know the rest of these flashbacks surviving. <laughs> I suppose. Wonderful. Uh, and that brings us around to Ashley. Who are you playing? I am playing Sister Celeste. She is with the faction Adeptus Rotus. She's a sister hospitaler. Um, and I know that they don't go up to, uh, like the second level that we do, but that's because I took, um, a cool thing that gave me a bunch of injuries. I have robotic legs in an eye that did not help me from catching on fire. Uh, and she's <laughs> uh, to, you know, need some healing and some assistance. But even though you were on fire, our, uh, our resident, uh, interrogator, uh, rushed to save you. Yeah, he didn't, uh, he didn't let me down. Thankfully, I didn't need like a leadership role because then I would have really been in danger. <laughs> there would have been some concern there. But Jess, yeah. why don't you tell us about our interrogator? Um, Gabby is in Vintel. Um, I'm part of the Inquisition. I'm an interrogator. Um, I have like I'm like an inquisitorial alcoholic. I, I have uh psychic powers. Um, my objective is to postulate on the weakness of the of the mutant, the alien, and the renegade. So I'm gonna try and explain mansplain to people at some point that uh Xenos is bad at some point. Like let me let me let me explain something to you. These guys they ain't no good. That type of stuff. That that seems spot on. I, I'm sh considering that you're facing orcs. I think there might be an opportunity to work that in some point today. All right, so we are going to pick up right where we left off. Uh, for those at home, I did refresh their wrath points to two. Ruin is still at ten. Glory is at four. Sister Celeste is laying charred and broken on the floor of the nave. Uh, as Brother Ricard slips into the nave, once again holds his sign up and says, and doesn't, it doesn't make a noise, but he's clearly making the shush sound. And you hear from somewhere further uh, down the corridor, off uh, to the uh, north of where the... Uh, the um, imperial uh altar is you hear a grumbling shout come um oi stop making such a racket out there i'm trying to work in here keep it down you boys if i have to come out there i'm gonna take your arms off and sew in places they don't belong and then it goes eerily quiet is that where, where was that coming from again? Was that like further into the yeah? Into if you look on the here? map, 
I'll ping it. It's like it's up here. Gotcha. That, okay. Yeah. So it's like further into the back of the. Of yeah, the further into the back okay. of the nave, and you, you Ricard, Ricard once again he hunches down, almost hiding behind a nave now, uh, a pew now, and he goes, and he starts to shake, and he motions for you, but Sister Celeste is down and charred and almost unconscious. What do you do? I'll get a closer inspection. Give her a sniff. You sniff. You see charred flesh, a grimace on her face. You know, she's she's grievously injured, but uh, but she's still conscious. What do you su- what do you do, Sister Celeste? What do you say when Wigbert gets down right next to your face and takes a big sniff? Uh... Uh, she just mumbles, don't get hungry. Ugh. And it's referring to her charred flesh, Jeff. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what do you do? You're, 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 you're Let me take a look. I'll see if I can help her in some way. I don't know if there's healing involved or. So what you can do. Um, a Medicaid roll, maybe? You can, if you want to do it in the moment. Um you can make a Medicaid roll uh, and, and and try to heal her that way. If you want to take a little bit of time and regroup, you could pull her body out out the main doors and and kind of hold up there and take your time and try to heal her. Uh, it's whichever way you prefer. I assume taking her out will give her more health than just me. I mean, not necessarily, but possibly. And it's le- it, there's less risk to it. That's for sure. How long so is Medicaid with a Medicaid roll for healing wounds? You can make a uh, difficulty three Medicaid test to a- restore a wound to a character. Every shifted uh, exalted icon restores one additional wound. So you might heal one or two. If you succeed, if you take her out and you guys kind of hunker down for 45 minutes to an hour and you really take a look at her wounds and really, you know, get uh, uh, get the medic kit out and, and the false flesh, uh, she would heal four wounds. But How it would in- take some time, so there's a chance that you guys might get spotted. Sure. How injured are you again? Uh, I have four wounds, but Celeste will just... Just give me the pain meds. Perfect. I have gear, I think. I do have stims. Let me see what those do again. Oh, they recover shock, actually. That's yeah. probably useless. You could just do a, a Medicaid check. Um, just a flat Medicaid check. Do you have a medic uh, kit? I do, but... <laughs> okay, I can use that on her. With my one Medicaid. And Sister Nura is going to be kind of behind you. Um, and she's going to be kind of like singing a hymn. Um, that like the lyrics of kind of the hymn include that like violence is the emperor's love. So you just sort of hear her singing this kind of behind you. Encouraging your skill in this area. Um, it's just weakness. Leaving five successes, one possible shift. Okay. You also get actually using the Medicaid. You get two bonus dice, so just roll two more d6. 
Okay, so uh, you got one more success. So you got six successes, still just the one possible shift. So uh, you're working on Sister Celeste. Uh, you recover two wounds, and you're able to uh, get back onto your feet. I mean, the blistering of your skin, uh, it's second-degree burns in some mm -hmm. areas. You're feeling uh, the horrible pain of it. But with a little bit of medical attention... Uh, you're able to get back on your feet. If I can shift that to improve the quality at all, uh, I, I already did. You got oh, you did. that's okay. what that's how she got two back. Uh, when you shift one, you can uh, heal an additional wound for every shift. All right, you guys see uh, Wigbert get Sister Celeste up, Sister Dura singing behind her. Once again, you hear blur yeah. blurting out from up there. I said, shut up. Is is Birik still on the roof, or is he? As he uh, we said, he's. Would come you down. still be on the roof, or, or did you come down? Uh, it depends on how much time has passed. Like if this all happened really quickly, then he probably would still be up there. But if this was like like ten minutes or something, he probably yeah. Would it would have it would have taken at least five or ten minutes for. Okay, he'll for, he'll probably come down then at that point. But I think he would, kind of, while they're doing that, maybe like motion to Gavius and almost ironically kind of do like the fingers to the eyes, even though he doesn't have them. Uh, and then he's going to try to sneak to the end uh, carefully and quietly to the end uh, of the aisle and see if he can um, get a peek at whoever or whatever uh, okay. might be shouting this. I like it. Give me your stealth check. Okay. <laughs> funny, funny story. I'm not actually good <laughs> at stealth. <laughs> I'm really not. <laughs> Oh, goodness. All right. Uh, as you can see with zero successes. All right. That's fantastic. Wow. What a roll. Um, oh, no. I will allow... Uh, Gavius, are you following him down there? Uh, now that I failed my stealth test, he says no. If I would have been good <laughs> at it, he would have said yes. Medicaid piece of shit. Yes. <laughs> okay. Give me... Go, you just you, got baited. You can go so ahead and give me a stealth check as well. Um, oh, we'll take the better of the me. two. <laughs> We're both going to be space elves soon. Stealth of it's that's what again? Uh, it's it's a your stealth check. Yeah, it's a skill. So it's if you if you look at the uh, under the stats. Uh huh. Right hand. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was something else. No, oh, you're fine. Okay, two successes. All right, so because I'm super slithery like a snake. So what, What's it look like as the two of you are sneaking down past the pews and headed up uh, to uh, to the left of the altar? How are you getting there? Uh, I think uh, Birk is probably skirting the wall, uh, probably not so brazen as to be like directly in the center of the aisle and more just kind of uh, as carefully as he can. And maybe he like trips over one of the... Uh, like one of the pews or something like that. I'm not sure, but like he, he'll, he we would probably be moving along. We'll say like the, his, his left, uh, of the, uh, of this, this hall. Yeah. This is doing the cartoon. We're not reverse crab walking. We <laughs> no, 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 no. To no, no, that's, that's the loud way, Jeff. Uh, I want the, the quiet way. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Come on, don't freeze up on me now, computer. 
Uh, all right, move your tokens down the hall. Uh, all right. Yeah, so, I mean, I think the furthest he would go um, is probably just to, like, the corner uh, at the end of this, um, this sort of row of pews is, and, like, kind mm -hmm. of peek around first before he goes uh, too far forward. Okay, give me uh, an awareness check. Difficulty... Okay. Three, just standard difficulty. Okay, definitely better at that than stealth. Uh, okay, that is five successes with a shift. Um, okay. so what do you want to shift, shift for? Uh, I would. I'm going to say extra info if there's if there's gain information, uh, that kind of thing. Okay, or improved quality, um, whatever you want to interpret as. I like it. So you hear, uh, you hear somebody going. Uh, what are they up to out there? That doesn't sound like my boys. That doesn't sound like Gratz. There's something else going on. And you hear shuffling around in that room, and the sounds like somebody is preparing to come out that door. Okay. Um, Birk will... Um, hmm... You know what I think Birk wants to do? I think Birk wants to send his uh, Electro Servo Skull to mm -hmm. the other side of this, like f this intersection, uh, and so that and 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 it just like and in instruct the Servo Skull like uh, Haster uh, to just when you you know to try to to essentially distract and get the whoever comes out to turn towards the skull, and then so I can like conk him from behind. Okay, so ping where you're gonna idea. have the skull go. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Uh oh, oh, master. That, that, you, you, you want me to be a ball to an orc's bat? I want you to do what you are told. Woe is the life of a servo skull. And he floats off. Uh,. And just as he's going across the hall to get to that spot, um, you see, let me expand this a little bit. You see another large orc come out of there. He's wearing, uh, it looks like a bloody apron. And he's got surgical tools hanging out. He's got a giant bone saw in one hand. He's got an, a goblin arm in his left hand. And he's like, I'm trying to do surgery here. Keep it down. <laughs> Love this guy so much. And he does. He walks down. Now, uh, give me. How do you think Haster is distracting him? What What do you think it is that Haster is doing to call attention to himself? I would like Haster to try to... Um essentially pontificate on the various surgical practices uh, and the sort of probability of success uh, of them uh, and just kind of like like verbally just try to irritate and get the orc to come try to shut him up and as but before obviously the orc gets to him <laughs> I like it I like it so what I'm gonna do is uh, we're gonna roll I'm gonna roll his awareness against your self Stealth success of <laughs> two, but mm -hmm. I'm gonna give him a penalty because he's pissed off because somebody is calling into question how uh, 
how effective his surgery is. So I'm going to make the difficulty five instead of three. Ooh, that was close. Oh, so close. But he, you, yeah, he, he, he runs past you, not even glancing in your direction. And he says, oh, shiny gubbins. I know a second head on the knob. I'll attach you and you can be his twin. And he goes to grab uh, for your servo skull, which yeah. if a servo skull could look shocked and terrified, that's what your <laughs> servo skull would look like. But you have the jump on him. Basically, you are you have a surprise mm -hmm. opportunity here. Okay. Uh, so in the surprise round, is, is there any limitation as to what uh, we can do? Or is it like if I can, can I just, can I literally do a charge? Can I charge onto him? From behind? Yeah, yeah. You can. It's you've got an ambush, so basically you've got a complete free round. You can do whatever you want. Okay. You so can do I'm, a, a multi attack, yeah. a multi anything you want. I'm gonna do a charge, so full run action. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm gonna run and I make a melee attack with plus one plus bonus one. dice. Yeah, I like it. So that's what I'll do. Uh, right. Um, let's see. Do. Plus one to my dice pool. Is there a difficulty I should put in? Uh, the difficulty is his defense, which is three. Okay. Here we go. All right. That is five successes. Uh, and a wrath with, critical. With a wrath critical. It's fantastic. Okay. Um, um, so you hit. Let's. Uh, what kind of damage right. are we looking at here? And you've got one Six. shift possible, so. Okay. Um... I'm just shift. going to shift this into extra damage. Mm -hmm. So it's just going to add one extra damage die. Do we know how to do that yet? You should. Yeah. If you when you go to roll damage, um, if you right click on it, you can you can edit. If you right click edit on test. roll damage, yeah. you can edit test. Okay, so I'm going to get plus one from that. Um, and then I think all my other stuff, like brutal and agonizing, I think that's all going to automate. So should here we go. As I said, here we go. <laughs> As I said, here. Okay, let's try this. All right, that's missing one of them. So let me do the other one. Uh, all right, nothing on that. So eighteen points of damage. Uh, two minus two AP. Okay, so agonizing resilience down to four, so fourteen. Wow, that's uh, that's wow. a lot. That's a lot. Uh, do you want to roll your critical? Sure, I do. Okay, uh, brutal rupture, mangled flesh, crushed bone, and ruptured organs make your uh, your foe grasp in wretched pain. Wretched pain. Target suffers uh, plus uh, two wounds and is hindered. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well. You didn't really need the critical, but I, I just wanted to see what it was. So uh, why don't you describe what it looks like when you brutally rupture this orc's body and kill him with one shot? Uh, so as he's going to attack uh, my servant, uh, not friend, servant, uh, I charge in. I'm going to like parkour off the wall a bit, and that's going to give me some elevation and as I bring my electro elite staff up, like electricity just courses through it. And I'm going to smash down directly onto the head 
uh, of this orc pushing the head down into the neck and into the chest, causing like just this sudden ex- an implosion, and then the face will burst out of the chest ever so slightly, uh, like on on eye level with the servo skull. It's an MK fatality right there. Yeah. Uh, well, and, I am rated, and it's laying and twitching, and then it's it's the orc is just kind of trying to tap your leg, and as you look what? down. It flips you off uh, and then falls dead at your feet. <laughs> he, will look and to, so, he, will, he will look to Gabby as and be like, what does that mean? It means good shot. And Mad Doc Glorguck, uh dies without ever seeing the enemy. Um, by this time, you know, you guys heard a bit of this scuffle. Uh, you don't see anybody, any other orcs coming out of any hallways or anything, uh, but they are a very loud and boisterous race, so it's not uncommon for them to be, you know, causing trouble. So maybe uh, nobody cares. In the time it took for you to go down there and and go full murder on an orc, uh, Sister Celeste has been treated and you're back on your feet. What would you guys like to do at this point? Let's catch up, sisters. And you see Brother Ricard's going, is just shaking his hand wildly and and pantomiming that you should follow him quietly. And uh, Sister Nura will kind of lean over to Sister Celeste. Good to see you back on your feet, sister. And she just kind of grunts and she's got like this kind of gnarly, like, burnt flesh on her and she pulls out like a pocket knife and just kind of peels that chunk off and then throws it on the ground and just keeps walking she's a badass i love it uh so are you guys are you are you going deeper up towards where uh gavius and talivar or uh our rick um ricard is down here he's motioning for you guys to come to the south but you go wherever you want uh, there is that room that this orc came out of. There is also another room uh, on the opposite side of the altar from that. And then you do see large uh, a large set of double doors directly to the south as well down here. Sister Nero would want to follow the monk. Okay. So, so are we uh, splitting up? I don't know, are you? I think Talav would have peeked into the room at the very least. Okay. Curious. And I'll, I'll go, I'll go with fork surgery looks like. <laughs> so what you do, you see it's a little more than a small square space where a bed has been laid out uh, with a couple of cabinets with, uh, with orc medical supplies on it. It's basically like piles of viscera and a giant staple gun and some blood encrusted uh, uh, cleavers uh, and a very long scalpel. Um you did. You do see that half on the bed, half off the bed, is the corpse of a gabo, um, and it's got it's two normal arms, and it's got a third arm that's already been sewed into its chest, coming out with some additional musculature there. And you think that, that fourth arm might have been for its back. Its head is twisted around and facing backwards, and both of its eyes have been pulled out and replaced with some sort of crude bionics. Um, And its body is hooked up through some tubing 
to a pump that looks like it's recycling, you would guess, some kind of promethium mixed with blood into its body. But it is not breathing. Eric will turn to Gavius. What is this? Have you seen this before? It is some type of, I guess, reconstitution of... Give me, you can give me a scholar check. Either one of you could uh, to get a better idea of what the heck's going on here. Ba -ba -ba. You only have four in scholar. God, you're uh, I just, I'm really good with the, with the pew-pews, <laughs> not with the... <laughs> Yeah, so you you have no idea. I mean, you you understand basic orc hierarchy, so you know that this guy was obviously a pain boy, um, mm -hmm. responsible for patching orcs and gobos up and getting them back in the fight. But as to what he's actually experimenting on here, you have no idea. What I do uh, know, it's worth unplugging. Uh, can Birk take a look at the? Whatever the machinery is, just to see, it, like, is this entirely of sort of orcish ingenuity, or does it seem like they have repurposed uh, sure. other tech? Give me, a, give me a tech roll. Okay. Uh, difficulty on that? Uh, just three. Okay. Uh, that is five successes uh, with one shift if necessary. Uh, you want to shift for extra information? Sure. Okay, so uh, it clearly was an Imperium vacuum pump originally of some kind, used for vehicle maintenance. Uh, but it's buried so deep under orc modifications that it was almost impossible to discern that. It's clearly been retrofitted to be artificial lungs and a heart, essentially, if if it was functioning, you can tell that's what its purpose was meant to be. Mm -hmm. And you mm -hmm. think that the Promethium and blood mixture is he was trying to create a, a walking bomb, basically. He wanted to turn this goblin into a, a, a suicide gobbo. God, I love these things. Um, so, Pyrrhic will turn to Gavius. The flesh is leak. This one they intended to make incendiary it is incomplete they had not the intellect well all the better for us then uh let's do what we can to uh make sure it can't happen in the future and can we go in there and at least dismantle part of it to stop it from happening in the future oh yeah yeah you guys can take a couple of minutes and completely wreck this room without any rolls needed yeah, let's do that. All right. Um, so, Sister Celeste, uh, Wigbert, Sister Nura, you hear up in the corner where uh, Talov and, and Gavius went, you hear banging and the sounds of destruction. Um, and then you see the two of them walk out and, and start walking towards towards you down the nave. Where would you like to go? Sister Nura is going to kind of point to uh, where this monk is, and she's going to follow the monk and probably kind of leave their line of sight. Does everyone follow uh, Brother Ricard? And okay, so he takes you um, 
past the pews, uh, down the uh, the corridor that runs along the side of the pews, and then there's a curtained off alcove, and he opens it, and you see down a long hallway. Uh, it's clearly the cells where all of the monks have their living quarters. Uh, it's a it's a long corridor. Um, all of the uh, all of the doors seem to be shut. You don't hear any imperium voices but about halfway down the hall you do hear the sounds of two orcs arguing so how do you want to move your way down this hallway stealthily okay uh whomever is the best at stealth can give me a stealth check for the group if you'd like probably be me here i have a two wiggy four I would hope the stealthy assassin is the best at stealth. <laughs> <laughs> five with the one shift. Okay. You, um, so that's your stealth score now is five. So keep track of that. Do, what do you want to shift for? You could shift for glory. You could shift. Um, I mean, that's really probably your best bet to shift for glory. Yeah, I'll send it to glory. Okay. I will drop that in there for you. Uh, so you're, you're being fairly quiet. You think, um, and the way it works is we compare your stealth score against their passive awareness unless they're actively searching for you. Uh, so you'd expect they probably don't have a passive awareness score greater than five. And what you're hearing is you creep closer down the corridor. You guys can move your tokens down into this corridor. I, I can do it for you. Well, actually, if you guys can run it, my foundry is locking up a little bit. Oh no! And, oh no! Where'd everyone go? Yeah, I've lost. <laughs> it's just it's just me and it's just me and Gavius. Everybody else is is the spit of the earth. Looks like it's become a buddy cop movie. <laughs> hey Jeff, if if, if you yeah. can, can you just open yeah, up visibility it. for everybody? Just just because I lost all visibility now too. I'm just going to bring new tokens of, of them. Okay, thank this. you. I was yeah. two days from reclamation. <laughs> two days from reclamation. <laughs> That's good. As you move closer, you hear one of these orcs in a very, very broken, oh, guttural, go. low gothic. Is uh, You're not supposed to be down here sleeping. The boss said you're supposed to patrol. Get out the cot. You hear a... Uh, grumbly, sleepy-sounding orc voice. You go patrol. I tired. I'm not doing it. Ain't no humies left anyway. We can't get to the ones that are here anyway. And they're just bickering back and forth. What would you like to do? Are they impeding the way or can we go past them? Um, they're about halfway down the hall, uh, and what you know of the layout of this, it's a it's where a corridor is. Uh, you know if you go off um, to the east, it opens up into the atrium area, and then if you go off to the west, that's the direction that Ricard wants you to go, um, which is off towards the chapter house. But if you get down closer to that corridor, that's where you 
you know, you see them out of the corner of your eye now, uh, the two of these orcs on either side just arguing, almost coming to blows. But they don't see you or hear you coming because they're too focused on one another. Uh, Sister Nura will raise her gun to shoot at one of them. Absolutely, absolutely. And I'll turn the corner and just take them out. Okay, so we will go ahead. We will start uh, because they don't know you're here. Uh, we'll let each of you get a, a surprise action. Um, starting with Sister Nura. All right, uh, so Sister Nura is going to attack the one that would be sort of on her left coming down. Okay. Uh, that is nine successes and two possible shifts. That's pretty good. Um, that's pretty good. Do you do you want to shift for extra damage or? or do you yeah, because to... I think we're getting pretty maxed on glory, so I think extra damage yep. would make so sense. If you right click on the roll damage button, you can edit the test, and then you can add in the two to the extra dice, the ED. Uh, that is 16 damage. 16 damage. Um, okay. Brutal and rapid fire. Brutal and rapid fire. So uh, what's it look like? when you round the corner on this uh, orc and with a point uh, bolt gun leveled leveled at it basically point blank and you fire into it i mean completely destroying it so describe the horror of what a bolt round does at point blank range when it hits orc flesh so she was kind of coming down quietly and they were kind of arguing with each other so she took a very low stance as she was just kind of crouching down, kind of letting them do their argument. Um, so she was kind of on the left side and shooting across. Mm -hmm. And so this shot kind of went up in kind of its angle. Um, so it just kind of hit a little bit high up and just sort of like went up in that direction. So like the one guy's like talking and then suddenly that one is not there anymore to talk to. So basically from his sternum up, it just becomes this explosive red and green mist as shredded orc flesh pounds against the ceiling. Um, and your stealth score goes to zero. Sure. Who's up next? There's one orc left. He's turning. You can see his mouth start to open to scream the word homies. You hear the sounds of orc laughter coming from both the left and the right down either one of these corridors um you up there wigbert yeah as he opened his mouth my blade just inserts excellent so, so i will i will say that this is a simultaneous attack basically so you still have your stealth score at this point so you can use your eviscerator if you want and add the extra 5 ED if you hit on damage. Well, let's do it. Let's do it. So your defense is 2, so that's your that's the DN you need to go against. Sorry, I should have told you that, Melissa. Okay. These guys are a little less tough than the Mad Doctor. Well... What a 6 success? 
six successes. Okay, so right click on the roll damage and in the where it says uh, edit test and then where it says ED put in five. Gotcha. And then, and then let's see the horror of this. Ooh, a lot of twos and ones. Only ten damage. Ten damage. Okay, well, ten's, ten's pretty good. AP is two. So that takes its uh, resilience down to three, um, which you do seven wounds. So once again, describe what it looks like when this power blade kills this orc. As he goes to laugh or scream out, my blade inserts into his mouth. I drag it down to his navel and his guts just spill out. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, but... At this point, you hear pounding against the door, getting ready to open it. An orc war cry coming from several mouths. They scream out, Hoomies! Good tech! Big fight! Uh, coming from both directions as orcs begin to pour towards you. You are going to have an opportunity, so uh, to do anything you want. They're not. They're not able to close the distance and get through those doors yet, but they are coming. And you hear them on either side of the doors as the door starts to open. But you get. You guys get an opportunity to do something first if you want. Whatever you want to do. Are these doors just like pretty plain, like wooden or yeah, iron yeah, doors? Just, or is, yeah. Okay. They're just yeah. standard like wooden doors. Basically, they didn't even wouldn't even need to open them. They could just basically run through them if they wanted to. Gotcha. Is there a path at the end of the hall? Uh the the end of the hall down here is just a wall. Okay. So there's the ways out are 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 blocked by the two orcs, so these guys are dead. So just get rid of them. Yeah, we're like basically uh, in like a like a dorm like like a, sort a of dorm, dormitory. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So uh, I mean, you can go back the way you came, but you guys are currently. Uh, you can stand side by side, but you're a little cramped up in this hall. But they're going to be cramped up in this hall too. Hard wanted us to go to the west here. Mm -hmm. he, yeah, he wanted you to go this way. I'll, I'll push the doors. So it's in there. <laughs> Quietly, I might add, which we failed at. Yeah, yeah, you're you're you're. No longer quiet, but so you're going to open the door. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you reach out and you open the door and there's an eight foot tall orc right in front of you. And uh, I'm going to spend a point of ruin to seize the initiative um, as he's going to attack you. This orc boy, but he's he's going, oh, heal me. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the fight. Thank you. These guys They're are so considerate. So bored. So <laughs> I like these guys. guys so much. They're just, they just seem so... Why are we fighting these? Oh, that's right, because it's fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and what is your defense, uh, Wigbert? Three. Three? Okay. Ooh, wrath critical. Uh, got four successes, so he hits. Um, no possible shifts, so let's roll damage first. Nine damage. So what is your resilience? Six. 
Okay, so you take three wounds. And remember, you can roll determination to shift, you know, and the number of successes you get on your determination can shift wounds to shock. Well, let's see what the the, the wrath, uh, the critical is first. Visceral blow. Crimson showers the ground. The battlefield is a gory spectacle of spilled blood and unsure footing. The target suffers one mortal wound. Uh, the, the orc may fall down because he just he just knocked your guts out. So, uh, all right. So, you take four wounds. One of them you can't soak. So, you take automatically one wound. On the other three wounds, do you want to shift any of the try to shift any of those to shock? Yeah, let me try to use my determination, but then I have the ability of glancing blow. Where I can substitute my agility instead. Yep. Okay, you got one success, so you can shift one of your wounds to shock. So you take one shock, one mortal wound, and two other wounds. You've got three wounds and one shock at the moment. Um, how many wounds do you have in total? Seven. Oh, you're good. You're fine. Uh, go ahead and give me a agility test, difficulty three. So will the orc. Got five. Oh, uh, you're fine. You're fine. So you don't fall down as your guts come out, uh, but the orc does. Falls prone, lands on his back, chortling the entire time, going. Uh, Pulls up his big choppa and just smells the blood as his feet fall out behind him and he goes smacking onto his back. He's still laughing about it. Okay. Um, but it's back to your guys' turn. Since I was up here, can I shoot? You, you can. And you okay. see behind this, this orc is prone now, so his defense is minus, is two less. But you see behind him three other orcs coming. Yeah, I'll shoot at distance to one of the three that are coming up. Okay, so yeah, because the other guy's prone, so you can shoot over his head. I like it. Okay. So she had been kind of crouched down, and then she kind of stands up and looks around the corner and mm -hmm. uh, shoots... Uh, uh -oh. oh, complication. Uh, okay, you still hit. Um, you only needed to get three to hit. So, what's your damage? No. Yeah, yeah. Ran out of ammo. So your your magazine runs dry. So you're gonna have to take your an action, a simple action next turn to reload it. But you're down to just having one ammo now left after this. Or you brought three, so you got two ammo left after this, after you reload. So keep track of that. Acceptable. Because if you run out of ammo with a bolt gun, it's not easy to find ammo out here. So. Uh, 11, damage. 11 damage. Okay. Uh, 11 damage and minus six. So yeah, so describe what it looks like. I mean... Your, your magazine runs dry as you fire off, but you do kill the orc uh, that was right behind the one that's prone. So what's it look like when you uh, when you kill this one? Yeah, so she kind of looks around thinking that she's going to get the one that Wigbert uh, was attacking and sort of like looks down to see that that one's on the on the ground and um, kind of looks 
kind of pleased that we're making progress. And so then it's just kind of like next up um, <laughs> and you know, just kind of gives a look like, oh, you're, you're the lucky one um, and just shoots like at the face. Fantastic. Um, so it goes back to the orcs at this point, unless you guys want to seize the initiative with point of glory. Let's say Mork is still up. Hmm? Is that orc still alive? The one she shot at? Uh, no, he's dead. Oh, she he's killed dead. him. Uh, the one laying on the ground at your feet is still uh, is still alive uh, because he just he's he's full health. He just fell down in your own in your blood and guts. Uh, but you also hear on the other side of the corridor somebody rapidly approaching that door. So, and I'll spend glory to receive the initiative. Okay, glory goes down to five. Uh, what would you like to do? You see the one prone laying down right in front of you, and then there's two behind, you know, deeper in the corridor who are running towards you. And, and at your back, you hear the sounds of the door on the other side starting to open. I'll slice down the guy that's prone. I like it. His defense is reduced since he's prone to one, so that's your uh, difficulty number. And you get a wrath complication. complication. So roll your damage first. Ten, Ten damage to two, so three, seven. So first, describe what it looks like when you kill this prone orc who's smiling up at you, still kind of giving you the thumbs up for coming to this fight. I've got my power blade wielded, two hands above my head. I come sliding down on him, prone, chop off his limbs. <laughs> he flops for a minute and then as the light starts to fade from his eyes he just once again says daka daka thanks and dies um, but let's roll that complication and see what uh, what happens now I'm pro and I'm slipping all over the viscera yeah you slip in your own guts and his guts and, and your feet go out from under you and you are prone uh, and now the orc uh, that was this orc that's running up sees you down uh, and just thinks that that's the best thing in the world. Uh, and instead of shooting you, he pulls out his big choppa and comes running at you. However, he's going to have to run through the viscera, so I'm going to give him an uh, agility check to see if he stays on his feet. Uh, and he does not. He slips. Uh, he slips and he's prone, but he's going to attack you anyway, but it does make it more difficult. So he's laying right next to you as he brings this giant knife over to try to stab you. And he's smiling. He's looking right at your faces or just inches away from one another as he tries to bring this knife down on your chest. What is your defense? Three. But I get a plus one, I think, because I have a parry weapon. Okay, so I'm going to make your defense five. Uh, so he's going to, uh, you get an additional plus one for him being prone as well. Um, and let's, so he's probably not going to hit you. Yep, does not hit. So, uh, yeah, uh, so the it, it starts to come across, but he's wallowing in the guts. And it looks like part of the intestines of his buddy got tangled around his knife hand, and he isn't quite able to bring it down, and you're able to scoot out of the way, bringing us back uh, to your side. Who wants to uh, Who wants to go? 
Uh, I would like to cast the passion on Talav. Okay. Talk to us about the passion. The passion is pretty cool. So I spend um, a faith in I inspire the emperor's wrath. I can select a character with the Imperium keyword within hearing range um, to gain double rank bonus dice to weapon skill test for one round. Ooh, nice. All right. Um, so you feel this. What's it What's it feel like to Talib when he feels this emperor's blessing upon him? Um, so his electus begin to glow more vibrantly than normal, and they start to course around like the uh, the electro leech staff like begins to uh, to sort of uh, kind of spark out even more than it normally does. And like at that point, he, he like he might not even notice Sister Celeste like reaching and putting a hand on him, and so he's he's just probably like, "Thank you, Messiah, for blessing me." And he will like as he's staring down the hallway, just like waiting for like, uh, like, you know, uh, an enemy to show itself. Like he's just cackling electricity. It's just like coursing off the walls and back onto him and onto the walls and back onto him now. Awesome. And and where is Talav standing? Uh, so I think, uh, Talav and Celeste were a little, they, they weren't quite to the intersection of the uh-huh. dorm. So they were, uh, the dorm area. So they were kind of like a little bit further back. Um, okay. So I think he was just right in front. So he was just kind of waiting at this point. So if that happens, so are you guys going to spend a glory to see the, seize the initiative, or are you going to let the orcs go? I was, I was going to let the orcs go. I want, okay. the, I want them to come to so me. You hear that door on the other side kick through, uh, and a, an incredibly large orc with uh, crude orc bionics all over his body comes out, and he just screams, Daka, Daka! And brings this massive uh, slugger up. And you see him tinkering with it as he opens up on Sister Nora with his big shooter. What is your defense? Three. All right. See, now he's, he's made the terrible mistake. He's made himself visible. He has made now, himself visible. Beer has a target. <laughs> <laughs> All right, come on, roll. It's okay. You can do it. Ooh, oh, we can't. Complication. <laughs> Poor guy. It's such a bad roll. That's <laughs> such a bad roll. Ooh, oh man. Yeah, yeah, that's terrible. That's terrible. So let's see what the complication is. I actually already know what the complication is because it's built into his character. His gun explodes. Uh, Oh. And he takes wounds. So you guys see this guy uh, come through the corner and he's got the largest gun. Sister Nura, you glance over your shoulders. You see him coming and you literally think you could put your head down the barrel of this (laughs) massive shooter. And he's been tinkering with it, and he fires it, and the barrel explodes, and the chamber explodes backwards, and shrapnel just tears through his throat, rips one of his bionic eyes out. He's got just a big, long sheath of metal sticking out of his left clavicle, and he's just giggling like a five-year-old child as he still rumbles towards you. But it's no longer his turn. Let's see what uh, the what uh, you guys have. Uh, Beer's gonna go. 
at seeing like as the lightning is coursing off of him now, as he feels this invigoration from Sister Celeste, and then as he sees this piece of tech essentially explode and turn on him, he will like the Messiah is with me. I have been chosen. Praise be to him, he is strong, the force. And then he will just like rush down the hall in this huge charge. Uh, cause just like it's like a for him, he sees like the tech just explode and he just knows he's being willed in the direction of this thing. And so he's just He's going to charge, but he's going to do like charging, running and then parkouring off each side. And he's going to leap up and try to bring down this like Electro Leech Raiden style Mortal Kombat smash on the thing that just shot uh, Sister Nura. I love it. Uh, As he runs into. okay, so that's going to be so I get I get double rank, you said, right, Sister Celeste? Yeah, double rank. weapon. so that's going to be plus two from that Mm -hmm. and then plus one from my charge. Uh, so that's going to be a plus three total to this. Yep, yep. Uh, your difficulty Dirt. number or defense for him is four. Okay. All right. So plus three for that. Difficulty four. Okay. Let us rip. All right. That is eight successes. Two shifts possible. Nice. Um, I am going to... Uh, I mean... I just want to one shot this guy. So uh, I'm going to spend, I'm going to spend, I'm just going to improve. Yeah. I'm just going to go extra damage uh, with my, my shifts. Uh, So that's going to be two extra damage dice on my, um, on my roll. Uh, So let's do that. Uh, Plus two. Yeah, it doesn't like it when uh, I try to edit the roll for. Hmm. I think when you edit it, you're able to just roll it right after. It won't roll it for you. Oh, okay. But it'll yeah, take in the yeah. account that you edited it. Yeah. Roll it. Okay. Um, 20 <laughs> points of damage minus two. <laughs> Agonizing and brutal. All right. Uh, oh, my God. So. Uh, Describe what it looks like uh, when you bring your electro staff down on Mech Fast Daka. Uh, so I just killing. like to think it's a whirlwind of electricity. Like as like he is just coursing with the like the forces, the motive forces. He's just seeing it and feeling it, and like like the elect the electus are just glowing so bright that like maybe it's almost blinding Sister Nura as you turn because that's how bright he is. And in a flash, like a literal flash, he just obliterates this this creature, and then it starts to fade. And as Nura, as you look back, you just see on the ground there is just paste. Uh, this electrified pace where there moments before uh, was an orc and he will just, he will just like, he will literally call in praise uh, to the Omnissiah at this point uh, for the, the miracle that it like, and he will turn to Sister Nora. Like he, remember he has no eyes, but is, but was right, normally right, like right. that sunken burnt out sockets are glowing. And he's like, you have borne witness to the miracle. And uh, yeah, and so I, I'm gonna say he completed. That's a that's an objective complete as he has praised for the uh, yeah. Nice. Get your uh, get your extra wrath there. Um, so now the orc that was behind Mech Fast Daka comes screaming out and goes just starts screaming double Daka double Daka as 
a large stick bomb is thrown right at your feet here. Oh no. So let's see uh let's see how he does here. Oh dear. Okay, so um, all I need was a difficulty three to hit the location. So what that means is uh, Birk, Sister Nura, and Wigbert, you're in the blast radius. Now what you can do is you can attempt to dodge an effect. So you, you it's basically you're taking your next turn right now. It's, a, it's basically a full defense. So what happens is... Um, you're going to take the full defense combat action, and for every uh, plus one icon you get, you're going to add it to your resilience instead of your defense, so it reduces the damage. And the full defense is... Um, it's uh, roll your initiative dice so, pool, yep. it says on the cheat yep. sheet. Yeah. initiative dice pool. So... Uh, well, let's roll the damage first and see uh, see what we're looking at here. It might not matter to you guys. Uh, no, 20 damage. That's a lot okay. of damage. That looks like it might matter. That matters. Yeah. That matters. Oh my I mean, God. I just did it, so it's not that hard to hit 20 damage, guys. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so you want to uh, roll your initiative. Okay. You're going to blow up and just be a mist of blood on my face. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Where was initiative again, guys? Uh, with the rest of the stats on the attributes. Yeah, attributes. The center one. Uh, uh, yeah, Nera got four successes and a wrath critical. Okay. Um, I got two. I would like to spend wrath. Yep. Oh, spend a wrath to re-roll. We also both rolled uh, wrath complications there, Wigbert. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll deal with the complications after we deal with the rest. Of I, this, too, but. am going to spend some. Yeah. Oh, spend a still failed. It's not really a fail thing. It's just the number of icons is the number of resilience you add to uh, your resilience. So I'm also I'm also going to spend glory yeah. to increase my die. Yep, you can do that. By one. So that's oh, was that before be, you roll? It's after you roll and after you do your re-roll, then you can spend a point of glory to try to. Damn, okay, nice. so five total successes for me, but one complication. Okay. And Wigbert, you got a total two of... Two for me. And two a successes. Yeah. And Nora got four successes and a wrath critical. So I'm going to give Nora eight successes, just because that's going to be your wrath critical. Uh, so what's your... Nora, what's your resilience? Ten. Ten. So you take two wounds. Okay. Uh, which and you can roll determination if you want to try to shift them to shock. Um, I still or have two shock. It. Okay. Two so shock. I think I might just leave it. Okay. Um, and Tal, if you your total, uh, with I had a total of five. I do have one shift possible if that would apply in anything in this situation. Yeah, no, you but can I also you have... can shift it. You can shift it to another success. Okay, so I'll do that then. So that's six total. And what's your resilience? Uh, okay. Resilience is also six. Okay, so 12. Uh, so that's eight. 
Do you mm -hmm. want to roll determination uh, to try to shift some of that to shock? Yeah, I will. Because uh, I uh, when I hit, I basically sap. Uh, so I'll do that. So it was eight. It was yep. eight damage, right? Eight wounds. Okay. Yep. Uh, all right. So that's uh, three. He'll he'll turn to shock. So, okay, so you take five wounds. How are you looking on wounds? Uh, five of nine. Oh, okay, so you're fine. Uh, and then Wigbert, you had a total of two successes. Yeah, that'll give me eight resistance. Eight? So yeah. that's twelve. Do you want to try to shift some of those uh, with determination? Yes, I do. And okay. I can sub my agility for this. Yes. Four, four successes. Okay, so you take four shock and eight wounds. How are you looking? Probably into pieces. What's your total um, wounds? Oh no. Four shocks put me six. Eight wounds puts me at eleven out of seven. Uh, so you're you had seven. So you're you're at negative four. Or you, you max out your wounds. How's so eleven over seven? Like you're yeah, eleven you're over seven. seven. Okay, yeah. So yeah, you're, you're eleven over seven. Okay. What is that exactly? Uh, I'm not sure. Okay, so uh, you're dying. You so you the explosion happens. Um, Talavan's sister Nura uh, are injured, but you're able to dive out of the way. Wigbert, just because you were you were already kind of prone and you were in the viscera, you take the brunt of the blast, uh, and uh, and you are in the dying state now. So you take a memorable injury, uh, but you know, depending on if you take any more damage or not, you might be okay. So give me a roll a d6 for me. At least our healer is up and can do something about this. Got a five. Okay. Uh, so you have a twitch. So basically, like you, you took enough damage that you've got you've got like some. Uh, you got some you nerve know, muscle damage. Muscle twitch or some nerve yeah. damage. Uh, which is permanent. It does. There's no mechanical effect of it for it at this level, but you do have a twitch. So make make note of that. Um, and you are dying. Uh, the orc who threw the stick bomb, however, also died because he was in the blast radius. They're not that bright. Uh, Seriously, these are the best. I love them so much. <laughs> they're, they're the three stooges on stage. They're hilarious. They're um, but that means that so Wigbert is down, Sister Nura and, and Talav have taken their turn for the next round. Uh, there are three orcs still left and... Uh, Sister Celeste and Gavius, what do you do? You hear this horrible explosion. You see areas of these cells get blown apart. You see this orc just get shredded, and you hear the screams of your teammates. I want to be fair, by the way. I did roll a wrath complication, too. Oh, that's right. I don't think we yeah, resolved it. So Go ahead and roll sure. that wrath complication. Yeah, yeah I got one, too. Uh, past problems. Something from my past comes back to haunt me. An old wound flares up in pain, or you're distracted by a memory. Um, so what is it that comes okay. back to, to haunt you? What is it in that moment? Okay. Um, I think the, the, so he has, uh, we've mentioned this multiple times. He has no eyes. His eyes have melted and burned, etc. But like the thing is though, 
Talev lost those eyes even before he sort of joined the Brotherhood of the Electro Priests. And I think in the moment in which he's coursing with the electricity and then that immediate shift downwards once it floods out, it floods into him and then out and then the explosion, like there's this brief moment where he loses his like elect, you know, his normal like electrical kind of matrix like vision and he sees again like normal and it is extremely disorienting and frightening and and terror and, and horrific because he's just seeing like flesh and physicality and he's not seeing the force and so uh so that's that's probably what's kind of going with him he, he has like this momentary like reverse like blindness where he actually can see and that's the shuddering terror for this electro piece this you know follower of the omnissiah there's nothing worse could happen Wigbert, we're going to go ahead. Uh, you got uh, a, a warp consequence. Now, it doesn't have to go this way, but, but we're going to do it anyway because we're going to roll on the... Uh, we're going to roll on the uh, perils of the warp table. And we're going to see what happens here. The chaos gods are watching me. Yeah. The veil thins. The air within 25 meters of you thins, causing living creatures to suffer shortness of breath and dizziness. All creatures without... Uh, so you're, uh, you and Sister Nora and Talib in the moment are hindered. I cannot pull up what that is, but I'll tell you in a second. I think it, it gives us penalties to our like attacks and things. Because I could do that with something, and I can't remember off the top of my head. Just double check what. Yeah, minus uh, minus one to your uh, to your tests. Mm-hmm. So, which is weird because it almost feels like a side effect of the explosion because it kind of happens yeah. all at the same well, time. Yeah, so, that suddenly, like I feel like I dealt with the damage of the explosion, mm-hmm. and then suddenly, like I can't breathe properly. Exactly. So it's that's the the bomb explodes. Uh, Talov's electrical pulses are are you know pulsing in and pulsing out. And in that moment, uh, Wigbert has almost a a psychic breakthrough uh, in in the pain and fear and all of this bioelectrical energy around. And then the concussive force of the bomb literally fractures his fear and his rage and his pain fractures. Uh, the Imperium for a moment, and and this this bit of this cloud of warp energy funnels out and begins to siphon the air through this small tear in the fabric of of warp space. But that brings us back to Gavius and uh, Sister Celeste. So you guys actually feel it. You feel the air now being pulled down the hall as. And, and Gavish, you recognize the sensation. You felt the small tear uh, between the warp and and the real world, uh, and you know that there's some strange breach down there. Not large, maybe just the size of a pinhole, uh, but it's causing uh, it's causing the air to be destabilized in the area. But you do still hear the sound of orcs barking um, out in laughter. I'll uh, advance forward. So that I can, um, I have an idea. I want to compel one of them. So I'll come forward on compel. Compel is, 
I implant a simple command in the mind of a nearby creature. This command must be short, considering a simple action, simple and obvious, but can otherwise overcome the given creature's own interests or base instincts. Um, so I'm going to say, uh, well, I'm going to make an attempt to do that. So let's okay. uh, say... So as you come down the hall, you see uh, you see Talib and Sister Nura... Uh, they've dove, they're on the ground, the entire area is blown, you know, there's been shredded by shrapnel. You see Wigbert on the ground, only barely conscious and, and horribly, horribly uh, uh, injured by the blast. You see he's laying right next to another prone orc who is not dead, but you do see two standing orcs behind him who are trying to push their way past their prone uh, friends so they can slaughter humies. So you could pick either one of them or the prone orc. I'm gonna pick the the two that are trying to advance, so I can try okay. and like stave off the attack. Um, it is a uh, DN4 willpower test. Okay. So willpower, willpower. So DN4. So four success, three failure. So I got it. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell one of the standing orcs and compel him to turn his uh, his gun on the other orc and blast him in the face. That's what I'm going to ask him to do. Okay, so. so really, it's not your role. It just uh, it's their role. To oh, it's their role. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought it was so. I did it. No, so you tell so what are you telling this orc to do? I'll say blow the other orc's head off with your gun. I like it. Um this is gonna shock you, but orcs don't have a lot of willpower. Oh, weird. You know kill Humi, me kill Humi. Shockingly, he, he goes Oh no. He goes, yeah, he's like, Humi! You can't have the Humi, he's my Humi! And he puts his uh he puts the barrel of his slugger right next to his buddy's uh, head, uh, and basically he's going to get uh, an ambush attack off on this against his pal. And he hits... He does eleven points of damage. There was six. So, you so he said he turns. He basically just puts the slugger against his his, his the other orc boy's head. He's like, "Hey, Emmy's a mind to kill," and he pulls the trigger, and this other orc's head just disintegrates. And his body is still trying to walk forward a little bit, and the orc that just shot him pats him on his back. Better luck next time, brother. And uh, it's the orc's turn. Um, this guy's confused. He doesn't. He's not exactly sure what's going on. Uh, his friend is dead. The one guy that's on the ground who's prone is going to take a free action to stand up. Um, and he is going to swing his chopper down at the only person in range, and that's Wigbert Hahn. Oh no. Is it too late? It's too late. Uh did you want to seize the initiative? Yeah. 
I'll let you seize the initiative. Yes. Um, it's yeah. Is it too late? Never, it's too late. Never, never <laughs> let it say that I don't believe in the emperor's mercy. Um. So you know how I have augmented legs. Mm-hmm. I want to curb stomp him. Oh yeah, we do. Hell yeah. Okay, so I I like this. I love this idea. So what I think we're going to need to do here, though, is to get to this guy, you have to get basically over the prone bodies of Sister Nora and Talov and Wigbert and all the viscera that's on the ground and the decapitated orc to get to this guy. So first, we're going to need a difficulty three agility test. Okay. Does it it have any effect? Because my augmented legs grant me two extra meters to any jump. So can I try and just do like a long jump over all the nonsense and then land on this guy's head? You're trying to Goomba stomp this guy? Kind of, yeah. That's the Uh, thought. I like it. Let's do it. uh, Let's do it. So So No, go ahead. I don't I don't know what I would roll for this because it's <laughs> so this is gonna be an unarmed attack. So basically you're gonna you're gonna wanna you're gonna roll your weapon skill. Okay. And I will tell you what kind of damage you're gonna do with an unarmed. Unless there's something special you're trying to do with it. Like if are you trying to knock him prone or you just go you just wanna injure him with it? I just wanna hurt him. Okay. So yeah, just a normal weapons check there. Uh, yep. Uh, four. I don't know why my DN. Oh, is yeah, it because yeah. I'm wounded? Uh, yeah. Well, your DN will go up because you're wounded. Yeah. So what was the but what was the DN placed in it? It should have just been two to start. Uh, I can click it again. It says base is six. Okay, but my that's because you're four. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, uh, but you got uh, so you, you failed. So you got jump it. over, but you're so injured and so beaten that you actually make the leap. But this orc kind of just shifts out of the way and gives you a, a, a strange look as you fly past him, and he just kind of goes, "Yumi, it's not jumping time, Yumi. It's fighting time." <laughs> And that brings mm-hmm. us back around, but Wigbert is uh, Wigbert's out or down. Talov and Sister Nura, all of your turns are, are, you don't have a turn this round because you took full defense. So that brings us back to Gavius. There's one prone orc. Well, no, there's the one orc that got up. Um, that orc that got up, was it damaged at all? No. It just slipped in, in guts. Um, I'll just turn and um, try and blast him with my shotgun. Okay. Um, with my uh, combat shotgun. Okay, his defense is two. So do I just click on the combat shotgun? Is that what it is? Uh, yeah, you should just be able to, un- under the combat tab, you should just be able to click on the weapon. Oh, it's not equipped. Uh, go ahead and if you go into your gear, just hit the equipped button. Okay. You call yourself an Imperial Inquisitor. You don't even know how to equip a gun? I don't know how to. I'm clicking the thing. It just gives a description. Uh, there's an equip button. Um, yeah, I equipped it, but like to do the ability. Oh, they go back to the combat tab. Yeah, combat oh, okay. tab. And then. Gotcha. So what was it again? The like base what? TikTok. Uh, two. Defensive two. All right, you got two successes. So roll your damage. Shotgun blasts off. 
10. Okay. Um, nice. Shotgun rounds, hits him center mass, tears huge chunks out of his flesh. You can see his ribs, little loops of his intestines start to coil out, but he just smiles. And you see this giant gap tooth grin. And he goes, Rumble! And uh, he shoots you, he tries to shoot you back. Why? What is, What's his problem? <laughs> what is your defense? Uh, a good offense. <laughs> what, what do I see? Well, I run like a, a, a four well, four a four four cover three shell. Classic, uh, classic, you know, classic four four. You know, Buddy Ryan style. Yeah, yeah, deep thirds. Uh, where that defense is in our notes. <laughs> I try to find the stats. Oh, wait, it's, wait, a, it's wait. under the combat. It's under the oh, combat. Oh, under combat. Tab. Okay. Uh, defense is two. Okay. But he is wounded, so it's a little higher for him. I mean, I'm really vulnerable in the flats if you do a rollout. You know, some play action stuff is a little rough on me. But, you know, it's good against, a guy, you know, some trips and double dubs looks. Shit. He missed. Like three oh, yeah. Because he's, in, because he's injured. I saw all those. I saw all those eagles, and I was like, too. And he got a complication. So I boy. saw so many eagles. And I was like, oh boy. <laughs> so he fires his slugger off, but because you know he basically just stood up in his own viscera, and his feet fly out uh, from. Uh, and again, he goes smacking back onto his back. He's like, oh no, fair homie, fight, fight on the ground with me. Lay down and fight on the ground with me. Uh, all right. I feel like Sister. we're that Jason stays the movie where he coats himself in oil and fights all the guys like coated drops. in oil. Remember that was like transport or something like that. That's basically what all right. Let me tell you something, okay? Uh, Sister Celeste, uh, you sailed past this guy, um, and he's he slipped and he's, he's he's on the ground again. Uh, can I just attempt to shoot him with my lost pistol? You can. Uh, wish me luck. Good luck. Uh, shit. Um, can I? You, you succeeded. Okay, cool. Oh, no, you didn't because you're DM6. No. That's right. Yeah. You're wounded. Uh, uh, you can, you can re-roll the two if you want. Yeah. Uh, I'll spend try. a wrath point. We'll try it. Nice. All right. So you succeeded. Um, roll your damage and then we'll roll your complication. So many complications are happening. So seven damage. Seven damage. So this laser, you, you shoot him and he, he looks down and he, ouch, use a bigger gun make this a real fight. Uh, roll your complication. I drop a piece of war gear, a grenade, a map, a data slate, survival pack, something else important. What uh, What do you have? What kind of gear do you have? Do not drop um, a grenade right now. This goes right into the hole of his body. I have uh, my last pistol, my chain bayonet, and my tools. Uh, I'll let you pick. pick. Pick one of those things to get dropped and lost in the scuffle. You know, I can buy another chain bayonet. All right. So uh, in this fight, somehow your chain bayonet gets knocked off and uh, it gets coated and, and and lost amongst the orc body parts. Bringing us back to the orc. 
who now stands up once again, unsteadily. No more falling. And he will attempt to shoot one of the two of you. I'm going to say he tries to shoot Sister Celeste because she shot him with something very unorky. At least Gabby has <laughs> tried to shoot him with something orky. Um, but he is wounded. Um, so what is your defense? Uh, my defense is one, the worst. Okay. Um, so, uh, but he's, he is wounded, so his uh, it makes it a little harder for him to hit. But he does hit. But he does. 11 damage. So what's your resilience? Uh, my resilience is 8. Okay. Um, so that's 3. Do you want to try to shift any of it to shock with a determination roll? Um, no, because even then that wouldn't help me. Okay. So you take 3 wounds... Uh, so but you get four I'm back, so you're you still have dying one, right? again. No, because I only got <laughs> no. two back because we didn't. Do oh, a that's rest. right, you didn't do a regroup. Okay, so you're oh. dying again. Uh, give me a d6 roll. <laughs> six. Six. That's, that's the bad one, oh, isn't no. it? No. <laughs> I, I gotta go back and look. Hold on. Just make sure, make sure that when the warp takes you, that you leave those legs behind for Beric to remember. <laughs> <laughs> you can replace your own. You're like, these are expensive. Um, yeah. So your ear gets torn off. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a memorable injury. You don't, it's not a traumatic injury. You're just dying at the moment. You're not. She's more Rob. She's more robot than woman now. I mean, pretty yeah. much. Hey, so you're, you know? your, your, your ear gets exactly. torn off by the, by the shot and he giggles. Oh, <laughs> Daka, Daka. We call you lefty ear now. Uh, bringing us back around to Talov and Sister Nura, and well, Wigbert is dying at the moment, but Talov and Sister yeah. Nura, I'll, you're up. I'll go if you're good. I'll, I'll go and, whack something. Uh, can I can I step on top of Wigbert and fight the guy right in the door? Yeah, step right okay. over. Sure. <laughs> so I will over I'll or like, on. Just no, don't no, go I'll prone. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'll just I'm going to use his body as traction so my feet don't have to hit the slippery bloody floor. Uh, OK, uh, so because I'm like kind of getting up, charge doesn't feel feel fair and it's way too crowded. So uh, let's say um, I am going to attack. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, nothing special. Um, OK, so. Um, trying to see if there's anything else I can trigger. Nope, there's not. Okay. Uh, so that is going to be three successes, which isn't going to be enough, but I will use wrath and a glory mm -hmm. to re-roll. Mm -hmm. Um, so let me, oh, I did it. The, I keep doing it the dumb way. So let me re-roll. Uh, and then I'm going to get an extra one on top of this for the glory. Uh, so that'll be another one. Uh, so that's going to be seven total successes. Uh, my DN was plus two because of my wounds. Yep. Um, I ha have 
no shifts possible. So this is just going to be straight damage. Um, yeah, just straight damage. Oh, that's what I want to see. 19 points of oh damage. Wow. Get, get wrecked. Oh, Lord. Uh, your rolls are on trees. fire tonight. <laughs> there so, was a uh, lot of icons. A lot of eagles. So is this Electro Staff, uh, describe what it looks like uh, to, with so, this one. So he he, cl- he clambers over on top of Wigbert. Uh, I feel like he's still, he's, he's, he's a little nervous actually as he steps up and he's like pushing past here and there. And then his eyes shift back finally. And I think he feels like, he feels once more like the presence of the motive force around. He sees like it in the walls, his eyesight returns to normal. He feels his electus begin to glow. His electro leech staff crackles and he just like taps it on the Wigbert's, uh, Wigbert's boots. Blooded me. And then he just, uh, with a big old like gigantic haymaker is going to just bring it down right on the guy. Um, yeah. And that's his, that's his, that's his turn. Uh, and the electro staff, basically the electrical energy discharges in this orc's body and cooks him from the inside out. Uh, and smoke just billows out of his mouth. And he sort of starts to topple forward. He's like, ugh, good hit, homie. I will put a hand as he as he comes forward. I'm going to put my hand right against his chest and I'm just going to like tilt my head. And you just see as like this little bit of electricity kind of almost like almost like kind of a theory, barely even visible kind of saps out of him and out of the out of the orc and kind of up his uh, up his arm as this sort of triggers my siphon vigor as I actually get to restore shock um, when I deal one or more wounds, etc. Uh, as that happens. So I'm healing my shock, basically. As he slides off your hand after you uh, the last words, he's, good trick, Yumi. And splatters on the ground next to Wigbert's dying body. There's one orc left. It's been glory, uh, Sister Nura. And uh, uh, you yeah. see the orc pull out a stick bomb. Just and a prepare to throw it. Play. Spend the glory. Yes. Yes. Definitely going to spend the glory uh, to take that. Now, I have to... I can still shoot, though, right? Because I just have to um, reload because of the whole... Thing yeah, yeah. simple action to reload, exploded. and then, yeah. Yep. yeah. Okay. So you can take your simple action um, to reload. That just means you can't aim. You just have to go. Yeah. Now, remember, so, you, have the, you have the salvo option with your bolter. So um, you, what is your... Uh, what's the salvo number on your bolter? Three? Is it... Uh, Under gear. Let me switch tabs over to gear and... Salvo's two. Okay. So with Salvo two, you got different actions you can do if you want to. Um, When it comes to that... uh, Trying to look it up right now. That's the wrong page. Uh, Basically... You can use your salvo um, to add... There's three different options, but one of them is to add extra dice to the damage if you want to use your salvo for that. All right, let's do the roll first and see how that goes, and then we'll go from there. 
Uh, so four successes. And a wrath critical. Okay. You and a wrath critical. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so you succeed. Go ahead and roll the damage. Um, uh, that's going to be 12 damage. 12. Okay. That's good. And then roll the critical hit. Yeah. Roll the critical hit. Overpowering assault. A stunning blow sends the foe lurching away. Senses blurred by the brutal impact. Force shock and is staggered. Okay, so uh, you didn't. I, I mean, he would have been shocked and staggered if he wasn't dead. So describe what <laughs> happens when the bolt round hits him. He's got this. You know, he's got his finger on the on on uh, on the pin for a stick bomb, getting ready to pull it. And you fire your bolter into him. What's it like? And so she kind of has to do the, the reload with the bolter, but you just see her just shaking her head as she's doing the reload and just kind of like a, mm-mm. And then so when she <laughs> shoots, she's aiming straight for like the hand that's about to pull, um, which of course is going to be more of him than just his hand. But that's like the first thing that comes off is the hand that was about to pull a bit. And so, yeah, what happens is that bolt round hits his hand, explodes, and the explosion causes the stick bomb to explode. And the the dual explosions just tear him into, into green chunks. Uh, and then, in that moment, all is quiet. You're beaten, you're bloody, Wigbert is down, um, but you don't hear any other noise. Other than Gabius, you feel a tug on on your back. I turn around. And you see Brother Rickard. He's going, shh. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty quiet now. Okay, I, I get it. Uh, fight's over. What do you need? Um, and he's motioning for you guys to follow him into the chapter house area. That's where these orcs just piled out of over here. Uh, but at the moment, you do have a party member down. So what would you like to do? So I charge ahead. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. You take the legs. Weak. I'll take the arms. We'll just throw Wigbert's body into <laughs> the door. He's open. fine. It's like a battering ram. I start dragging myself towards the door. We need to stop and, and address this, right? Well, Otherwise, Sister Celeste is dying too, isn't she? Or no, she just took the ear no. thing, right? Okay. Yeah, she just got an ear right. blown off. Yeah, I can She's do the Medicaid roll. Mm-hmm. And he is dying, so that means I get two more two dice. Two bonus dice with your medical. Yep. yep. Jeez, I'm re-rolling. Wow. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's a dip with your difficulty being so high when you're wounded. That sucks. Eight. There you go. So, there you go. One shift. one shift. So you uh so Wigbert, you get two wounds back. So you see as you wake up kind of well, you're you're awake, but as you come to full consciousness and full awareness, you see Sister Celeste in reverse of what was happening earlier. In fact, just moments ago, it feels like. Leaning over you, patching up your wounds. Yeah, you feel me as I'm taking your intestines. And she's not doing it delicately because your intestines will adjust themselves. But she's just kind of shoving them in the cavity about where they should be. And then uh, she, like, slaps this, like, really crude, like, 
a numbing solution on your guts, and she just starts to like seal the wound. Do you think I the like emperor it. will like my guts now? <laughs> They've definitely been blessed. It's like when you're trying to put laundry into a laundry like bag. You're just like, oh, God damn. Well, no, because <laughs> did you know that when women get a C-section, they just take their guts and put them in a bowl on the side? And then they I'm the very thing. aware of that, Ashley. Yeah, and then they aware. just put them back in, and they move around to get back in position. It is a se- it's essentially Braveheart. They're doing Braveheart to women all over the all over the world. That is a uh, birth control for myself. <laughs> it does sound horrible. That sounds worse than anything that uh, could happen in a Warhammer 40k. So uh, I'll have nightmares. <laughs> children are grim dark. You're welcome. <laughs> Even though I have nine out of seven wounds, I'm not dying, but still have the wounds. Uh, uh, you took a memorable wound, I think, right? Yeah, you got a memorable wound. That's the twist. So, so you, you go to zero. You don't go to negative. So you went to zero wound, okay. had, and then you got two back. So you have two wounds. Uh, well, I mean, you you so you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, because yeah. I went over by one, so that cleared me out because I took the memorable, and now I have one wound remaining. So you heal up Wigbert to a point where he's mobile and you make your way through the chapter house. It's it's a mess in here. You see orc graffiti on all of the walls. You see the furniture is broken. Um, you see what looks like in one corner of the room is just a, 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 a latrine ditch or area. It's not even a ditch. I mean, it's just where they went into the corner to relieve themselves. Um there was a fire pit in the middle, and it looked like they were had probably been roasting, you're going to guess, one of the pilgrims. Um, but there are no orcs left in here. And to the south of this area, uh, you see a door that's uh, still sealed. And it's it's kind of, you guys see it, obviously. It's it's sort of behind a, a wine cast rack. But you recognize, as soon as you walk up to it, you recognize that these are fake casks and that the the the, the entire rack is on rollers. And, and you realize quickly that this is just a hidden door behind here uh, for the monks. Do you go through? Uh, is there anything we can like listen to or maybe sense from that area or anything like that? Yeah, give me an awareness check. Just difficulty three? Yeah, just standard difficulty. Nuts. You can use uh, willpower if you want. I'll do willpower. So what do I what do it's I do wrath. for that? Uh just right click on and like right click on one of the fails. Uh one of the like the twos, just right click on that and then on gotcha. the pop up re-roll failed. There you go. Okay. Got it. Okay. Uh, you've got your ear to the door. Um, it's very quiet, but you do swear that you hear voices in in low gothic. Well, one voice in low gothic, Shh. just kind of like we've got to get, we've got to find a way out. I know, I know. Listen, I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore. You could be as quiet as you want. I'm not doing this anymore. Um, and that's what you hear. Uh. I guess, advancing quietly, stealthily. Okay. So you open the door, and there's a very short corridor, and there's another door right in front of it. 
Uh, can I stealthily open that door, peek through a, a hole, or crack it open, something like that? Oh, uh, yeah, you can give me a shot. Give me a stealth check to crack it open against their passable. Risk. I have a stealth of two. Does someone else have a better sense of stealth? Hey, buddy, you are up there. You're, up. You're the one doing it. Okay. Get it done. <laughs> well, I have, a, I have a stealth two and difficulty three. It's impossible. If you, if you, like, Nura, Nura will go up and assist. You What's feel, the monk S- saying? Sister Nura, you feel somebody tapping on the, on your pauldron from behind. Sister Nura turns around. And you see Brother Ricard, and he's like, and he shuffles his way up to the door uh, and looks back at you guys and, and gives you the okay sign. And waits for somebody to nod or something. Sister Nura nods back. And he opens the door and and you see tension kind of just wash out of his body. You know, this is where he was trying to lead you. You get the impression. And as the door opens, you see a group of five monks in in this room. They're they're huddled in this room. And there's one young man and he's the one who's talking. His his head's bandaged. It looks like he's been injured. There's another woman. Uh, a, a twitchy, slightly older woman uh, with olive-colored skin and, and black hair and uh, epicanthic folds to her eyes. And she's trying to bandage his head. And he keeps going, ow, ow, enough, Nura, enough. Finally, some, listen, who are you? And you see these other, you see uh, Brother Ricard and you see these other uh, monks and they just look disgusted with this guy. They're just like shaking their heads. Sister Nora looks to Brother Ricard to see if he's going to like start talking now that we're among other monks. And he goes, he puts his, 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 so he puts his hand to his mouth and he shakes his head. Uh, when you ask that question or, or, or intimate that. And so it's clearly, it's clear. And then this other guy goes, listen, they're not going to say a damn thing. We're a silent order, but I'm done with that. Frickin' orcs attack us. I'm not, I'm not playing that game anymore. I got bashed in the head by one of those psychos. We got to get out, out of here. here. What? Well, you're way out of here. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. Listen, we got the rest of them. The rest of the monks have to be in the solarium. We got to go there first. Solarium, where's that? Listen, god damn it. Stop asking fucking stupid questions. It's on the other... I could get us there. All right, but I'm done with this, all right? And Sister Nura just sort of stands up a little bit uh, more kind of tall and just sort of looks at him. We are here to rescue. Kind of like... Pipe down, pipe down. You oh. were screwed behind a wall. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, yeah, listen, sister, I'm sorry. I, I'm just really, I'm, I'm, I'm worried about the other monks, and uh, you know, we got to get out of here. We have cleared the path. You have your saint's thigh bone. Uh, and he goes, "What thigh bone? I, it's, it's in the nave. I mean, last I saw, it's in, the, it's in a glass case there at the altar." Take us there instead. You're crazy. I'm not going back out there. Listen, we just got to get to the solarium. I know a way. 
I just got to make a pit stop on the way. We'll get the other monks. And then, hey, uh, Father Anatolius, he's there and, and he'll know, he'll know how to get, how to get there to the, he'll know how to get to the thigh bone and, you know, he'll, he'll know what's going on here. He'll be able to help. Get moving. And she just sort of gestures with her gun towards the door. No, no, we're not going that way. Are you kidding? I'm not going out there. There's other ways to get there. Move. And you see these, the other monks are like shaking their head. Like, mm, mm, mm. Um, Sister Nora, since you're the one interacting with this guy for the book, give me an insight check. Difficulty four. Uh, <laughs> okay. I have two, so I'll roll okay. it and just, you know, maybe. Somebody, somebody can help. I mean, you guys are all sort of interacting with him. So if somebody wants to either uh, give me a fellowship check or an insight check, either or, just the skill or the stat to give bonus dice to Sister Nura, they can. So somebody, or if you've got some other way, like Gabius, if you've got some psyker ability you want to use or anything. Yeah, I could I could probe his mind. I'd have a four for insight, so I can have that. Okay. So why don't you uh, give me an insight check? Uh, just roll your four dice and let's see. As you're observing this guy, so uh, Sister Nora, you get three bonus dice. All right, uh, insight and bonus dice of three. Let me see if that rolls properly. Last so time I, I probed someone's mind, five. blood seeped out of the walls. I'm taking That's a bit true. of a break on that. Yeah, and that <laughs> fucked me up a little bit for a little while. <laughs> you want to make an omelet? Uh, uh, do you want to spend uh, a wrath? Sure. There we go. Five successes and a wrath critical. Okay, so you got a point of glory. And with the wrath critical, um, between you and Gavius watching this guy, there is something that's not right with him. There is more going on to this guy than meets the eye. Um, and the monks are clearly upset by him they're distancing himself from them they have not broken their vow but this one guy has and something about it's just not ringing true uh, i'm a pro this man's mind all right bloody talk walls be about, damned talk to us about mind probe so mind probe is at least one other uh at least one other telepathic power effect to activate this up about on each of your turn wait is that, why is this? On each return, this power is active. You may ask the target one question. The GM will provide an honest and ans an answer as possible through target's memories and mental visualizations as they stream into your own consciousness. But be aware that the answers may be skewed by the target's uh, personal perspective. The target suffers one d three shock for each question answered in this way. To, to sustain this power, you must win an opposed will willpower test within your target. At the start of each of your turns, then may ask another question if you fail to oppose the test. You are expelled from the target's mind and suffer a 1d3 plus 3 shock. Okay. I may not recover shock while sustaining this power. So, like it. it's a it's a willpower... What is this? Uh, it's an opposed willpower test to okay. activate yep. the power. All right. So, my psychic mastery is 10. So, it's just a roll by you? Or is it... Uh it's a, no, it's an opposed willpower test. Okay. So you roll your willpower, uh, and he rolls his willpower. Okay. So, so your psychic master, your willpower. Defense three. 
No, it's just you roll your willpower. It doesn't matter. Uh, it's just we're going to take the total yeah, number of successes okay. against total number of successes. You get six successes. Uh, pretty sure you're going to beat him. Holy crap, he got six successes and a wrath. Wow. Triple sixes. So, can uh, I can I use a, a wrath to reroll my twos? You know, I'm going to let you do it. I'm going to let you do it. I just imagine you're just making this face where you're like focusing really hard and then you're like, it's an even more squinty face because now you're going to focus even harder. <laughs> right. uh, I got eight got successes. With two possible shifts. Um, so with potency for one additional shift, you can ask, ask an additional question this round. So you could ask him three questions in total or uh you with the both ships, you can say the target suffers no shock and is unaware of your psychic intrusion. So can I do can I do two questions and no shock, or is it one or the other? I'm just one or the other. One or the other. So it's your potency. Uh, potency one allows you to ask additional questions. I'll ask the three questions then. I'll okay. do that. Okay. Okay. So this guy knows what. You force your you force your way into his mind. Um, he takes shock from it. You see. It gets extremely cold in the room, and frost forms on this guy's face. Uh, and you see him start to shudder, and his eyes get buggy, and blood start blood vessels start to burst in his eyes. But ask your three questions. Uh, this is the hardest part. What do I say to that? I sound like an idiot. Uh, I worry about it being too general. Like, if I say this is not this is not like. This is not like Dungeons and Dragons raising yeah, yeah. questions. You're you're gonna get you're you're basically probing his mind. So you're gonna get Is is what are you not telling us? Is that too general of a question? Yeah, yeah. That might Okay, be. that's 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 my that was my question. Ask him if he betrayed. Yeah, don't Have forget you, we are looking for people who we're, we're yeah. are traitors. Did you are you a traitor to those in this uh or are you or did you portray those in this uh this monastery? And you see things flashing in his his mind. Don't laugh at me. You see him as a as a young child in an underhive, uh scrabbling around, uh trying to survive, trying to make a uh protect him and his sister. Then you see him um working in these under sumps and you see him changing. And then you see the strange robed individual come up um, and you hear an echo in the back of your mind, uh, the changer of ways, chinch, and you feel, you see flashes of cult activity and you definitely feel that he is one of the traitors um, that is here. Now, you don't know in what way he uh, betrayed the empire, but the Imperium, but he is definitely, he feels that he himself is a traitor to the Imperium and is clearly a cult member. What act of heretical nature did you impose against the emperor? And with that, you see him and this young woman coming to the monastery and pretending to be pilgrims and then pretending to become monks and then you see in a in an area of the monastery that you haven't been yet, these rows and rows and rows of these desks and basically a clean room. And you see these senior monks in absolute silence building 
uh, the Emperor's Tarot cards, which you know are psychic, which are psychic focuses that they're able to be used for divination. And you see him quietly stealing them and hiding them in storerooms and then so he can channel them out and get them off of the island. So he is stealing uh, psychically aware uh, Emperor's Tarot decks for the chain for the cult uh, of the changer of ways that he belongs to. One more question. Who are you sending these tarot cards to? Uh, you get an image of them going out. Uh, you see a fisherman come out to the island. Um, and when he's collecting garbage and refuse and things like that to be taken back to the mainland, because there's no place to dispose of here at the island, they're hidden in that. You're not sure if the fisherman even is aware that that's what he's carrying, but you know that they're taken into the mainland, um, into the city. Uh, and at that point, he does not know who they go to. He just knows that he's been ordered here uh, to do this. And those are your three questions. And he recoils now as as you... Well, you can sustain it if you want, if you want to continue to push at him. Yeah. No, no willpower check. Okay, I like it. Um, I'll make this guy's head explode. So, <laughs> do a uh, roll a D. What is it? One D three. Roll a D three for me. So roll a D six and cut it in half. One. Okay, one. So, um, you know, he's got a little bit of blood dripping out of the corners of his eyes and a little bit out of his nose, but he's he's still on his feet. So, all right. So another willpower check. Another willpower check. Opposed willpower. Six successes with a possible shift. Okay, let's see how he does. So we'll make this guy's head pop like a pimple. So, you. Uh, so you got one possible shift, so you could get two questions out of him if you want. So then I go. <laughs> uh, and he starts to shake. I mean, you remember the old scanner movie when they start to they get all he gets rigid, and starts to shake as you force yourself deeper into his thoughts. Do you have any other allies here in this building? And you feel everything in his mind is trying to stop, but an image of a young woman appears um, with very close pursed lips. She's under. She's wearing a, a hooded vestment and very voluminous robes. And the name Calliope comes into your mind. Where is Calliope right now? Uh, and at that. Uh, you know, he feels frantic. He's he's trying to find her himself. He thinks she's probably uh, with the rest of them in the the rest of the monks in the solarium, but he's afraid she might not even be alive. So you get these flashes of images, but the her his best bet, his best guess is that she's in the solarium. Okay. How 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 attached are we to this guy? Not at all. At all. All right, let's keep pushing. Well, okay, so uh, first roll me a D3 again. See how much shock he takes. Uh-oh. Okay, so he takes... So um, he passes out. So basically, you, you fry his mind, and he slumps to the ground. And the rest of the monks are like... And Brother Ricard is, 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 is scribbling. And he, he points at you, what is going on? This man is a traitor to your... Uh, what is it? Is the word cloister, Jeff? Is that the right word of 
of these monks. Of you could just say monastery. Monastery would probably be more accurate. This man is a traitor to your cloister of monks. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and and they look on uh, in disbelief. Um, how 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 do you want to convince them of this? Um, I mean, you do have two sisters of battle here with you, and they are, you know, I mean, they are the warrior goddesses of the Ecclesiarch, so it's not going to be that hard to convince them, but... It, could I search his body for any type of sign of the, of the snitch, of the, of the, the god he is a part of? Is there something on him maybe I can find? Absolutely. Uh, just give me a, uh, just, uh, an awareness check. Just a difficulty too. I mean, he's unconscious, so. Nuts. And I'm out of, I'm out of wrath. Yeah. When you search him, I mean, he doesn't, you, but you do realize he doesn't have any physical deformities. Um, so you don't, you don't see anything like that, but you could try a different tact for convincing them or anybody else can jump in and, I mean, do you share the information? Yeah, everybody knows. I've, I've told everybody what happened. Otherwise, he passes out. It's really quiet and he passes out. I'm like, all right, guys, let's move on. It gets really weird <laughs> if I do that. <laughs> So the monks are shocked when you say this. Um, does anybody, and they, it's not that they don't believe you, but they don't want to believe you. So what would you say or how would you approach convincing them that that this, so particularly, what, you know, you see, when you explain all this to them, they don't seem to react when you say that this guy, Thaddeus, uh, is a traitor. Uh, but when you mention that Calliope is they are like shaking their head, like, mm, mm, you know, almost emphatically saying there is no way that's true. So what do you do or or how do you should prove to them that that they should take your word as gospel? Can Sister Nura kind of try to do what, what Gavius was trying to do and, and just kind of just you, you got everything you could from his mind, just take, take a rest. And so she, it, can she kind of repeat his kind of failed attempt? Yeah, what do we know about the cult of the changer? Uh, I mean, it's a chintz cult, so it's a it's a cult of one of the ruinous powers. There's there's several different cults. I mean, uh, you don't actually well, you could give me a scholar check, but it'd be a difficulty five to be able to piece together anything about this particular cult. Uh, Seven successes on the athletics with a possible shift. I was a, an awareness test, unless you're trying to pick him up and beat him around oh. or something. Do it. Pick him up. No, it's okay. Sally <laughs> Well, if that's the case, you know, if you're doing a suplex on him. Sorry, sure. I just looked at the chat and Gavius had rolled athletics, so I just rolled the same oh, thing. Sorry. Bummer. No, yes, it should have been awareness. Uh, um, Four success. No, no, never mind. Yeah. So, you're, yeah, you just, I mean, you honestly, you see no physical defects on this guy. And you, but you also know, one thing you definitely know, Sister Celeste and Sister Nura and Gavius for sure know, not all mutations are physical. Some of them are spiritual, some of them are psychic. So he may not actually show any physical signs of being, you know, a cultist of the changer of ways. Um, but that doesn't mean that he's not part of the cult. Uh, could I do a leadership check? to inspire absolutely. these monks to believe what I'm saying. Absolutely. Absolutely. And in fact, take, I did it uh, guys. Wait. Take uh, a what? two bonus. Take two bonus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what check is that? What? How? What? Um, 
Take uh, two bonus dice, one for each of the sisters being there with you um, to your roll. Just difficulty three. A lot of dice. Seven successes and a wrath complication. Uh, let's roll your complication first. You got two possible shifts. And two shifts. possible shifts. Uh, okay, I'm going to say because of all the psychic energy that you were using, um, what do you have any mechanical equipment on you? Um, I have an Auspex. So your Auspex blows out. It's repairable. In fact, Tylev could probably repair it with an hour of time. But psychic go. energy overloads your Auspex temporarily. Um, but you're able, you know, as you're explaining this with the sisters behind you and going through it point by point and explaining your mission here um, and showing them the writ of uh, the Veronius family writ that has you as members of the task force, these monks finally acquiesce and accept the fact that i mean they they easily accepted that thaddeus is a traitor but they've also accepted that calliope is a traitor um and so they bind thaddeus his hands behind his back and they motion you over uh and a sliding panel completely hidden sliding panel slides aside and you see this stairway going down and ricard uh, writes out on his pad this is the night stairs. We can use it to travel all throughout the monastery. We'll head to the solarium. Is and the I, the the thing with the with the shin bone? Is that back where we were, or is that that would, that would be? I mean, that's where it was stored. Was back there. Um, okay, I was just you guys were up that. near the altar. You didn't you didn't see it. Um, yeah, that's what I thought because I was looking at the map. There's clearly like this like. Yeah, the entire area was was desecrated, and there's graffiti yeah. everywhere. Um, there was broken glass everywhere. You did not see the thigh bone up there. Uh, the one thing that Thaddeus told you that's probably true is that the the leader of the monks will probably have more information. Okay, all right. I was just trying to remember what was said and where it was yep. at. Yep. Okay. And with that, as our crew makes their way down into the hidden tunnels around the monastery to find the rest of the monks... With these five silent monks and one traitor in tow, uh, or four silent, no, five silent monks and one traitor in tow, we'll call it a night for tonight, and we will leave the Imperium of Mankind and Warhammer 40k uh, aside for another two weeks. But please come back to us uh, in two weeks as we continue the vow of silence. Uh, our team's pretty beaten up. Who knows? They might want to take a little break when they get to the solarium. But they're tough. They can they can probably handle it. Another sticker, another stick bomb or two. I'll just shake it off. Oh. I'll just shake it off. Thanks everybody for watching. Uh, and I'm going to turn it back over to Jeff now to tell us about all the other fun and exciting things on the Lolly Games. Garblag, myself muted. So yeah, why don't you tell us a little bit about Garblag? And uh, and and I'm, I'm gonna drop a couple of links in the chat and check the show notes as well because we're talk about uh, heroic deeds because I know he just uh, Pete just put up the the Kickstarter preview page today. That's right. So uh, starting next week on Tuesday, Millie is going to be back at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, continuing her run of her Coriolis campaign. It's a lot of fun. If you haven't seen any of the Free League Coriolis game, you should check it out. It's a great game. On Wednesday. 
God's willing, uh, all of my players will be healthy uh, and we will be back uh, at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for more Marvel Multiverse. We are uh, playing the Cataclysm of Kang. We're on the Rank 2 Friendly Neighborhood Adventure. And I would really, really like to either kill them all or get them to Rank 3. So come and watch me try to do both of those things. Then on Thursday, as Jeff alluded to, you can come check out Pete, uh, uh, the Mr. Garblag himself. He's going to be running his um, uh, own game that he made called Heroic Deeds. It's kind of an old school feel um, with modern mechanics. Um, it's, a, it's a fantastic game, and he has got the Kickstarter preview page up, and it's going to come uh, to Kickstarter probably in February. Um, I've got the quick start rules. It's a lot of fun. Uh, so if you if you enjoy some old Dungeons and Dragons and the like, uh, it's got that feel, but it's got some very neat, streamlined, modern mechanics to go with it. So definitely give that a shot. Fantastic. Uh, and then aside from that, uh, tomorrow, come back tomorrow, hang out with us on Saturday. So we got our Call of Cthulhu campaign, Eternal Lies. Uh, and then Monday, you can see uh, Melissa and I playing some Fragged Empire, another space sci-fi game with crazy aliens and such. So come hang out with us. Uh, and then Tuesday, uh, you'll see Aaron, myself, Melissa, as we are back to playing Marvel Multiverse role-playing game, continuing our X-Men-themed campaign, School's Out. Uh, Steven's going to try to get us to leave Mojo World, but we might uh, we might just hang out for a bit because it's a very nice place. Like very it. nice place. A very nice Mojo place. condo and have some fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and then Thursday, we got uh, Werewolf the Apocalypse as well. And definitely check out the uh, the YouTube page, Adventures in Lollygagging, to see all of their games that we have up there, including our current Delta Green game and Monster of the Week and plenty of old stuff that we've been running for the last few years. Uh, also, I wanted to do another thank you again to, I think it was Folk in Myth and Entropy Emporium for the raids. We really do appreciate it. If you didn't check them out when we gave the shout out earlier during the stream, go check them out now. Throw them a follow. Uh, and we're going to pay it forward now as well. We're going to raid Swole Initiative Network uh, and uh, follow us along. Unfortunately, uh, our buddies at Defenders are not playing tonight. Uh, but uh, let's go see what Swole Initiative is doing. Uh, so we'll catch you all later. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Good night. See you.